0: Hey there! If you like true crime stories, and you love being in the great outdoors, you have come to the right place. I'm Tara, your host. Welcome to Crime Off the Grid. Hey, welcome to Ranger Tales, where we have real rangers telling real stories of a day in the life of a ranger. And I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. Our guest today is Lauren Good, and he has 30 years plus of law enforcement experience under his belt working in wild places. Lauren, thanks for joining us today. Um, tell You're us welcome. About, thanks for having me. Yeah, tell us a little about who you are and where you've spent most of your career.
1: Okay. Well, like I said, thanks for having me. Um, I'm an Idahoan, and I've been in Idaho the last 20 years, and I've got uh, 30 years of land management, law enforcement experience, and I just finished up uh, retired two months ago.
0: Wow! Congratulations! Welcome Thank to you. the club.
1: <laughs> um, I had a great, fun career. Started off the park service at Salado uh, National Park and great sand dunes. Switched over to the BLM and worked places like Colorado, Moab, Utah, and then spent the last 20 years in. Uh, Boise, Idaho, as the uh, last 15 plus is the special agent in charge over the program that oversaw Idaho, Alaska, Oregon, and the state of Washington.
0: Wow. So you supervise special agents?
1: That yep. Supervised, yep, supervised the assistant special agents in charge as well as the the field agents and uh, oversaw the ranger program.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, Lauren. Um, You know, being a ranger is not all riding horses through meadows or smelling wildflowers while being one with nature. (laughs) So I feel compelled to give everyone today a trigger warning here. Um, You will likely be getting a good workout of your gag reflex listening to Lauren's story today. So I just want to make sure everybody's warned about that. And I don't have much else uh, in an intro here for you, Lauren. But uh, go ahead and, and tell us your ranger tale today.
1: Okay, and uh, let's make it clear that you asked for this one, and yeah, can't make, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. So the no. listeners the listeners will be quite disgusted when we're done with this story, but uh, 100% true. Right. Never thought Rangers, I would see yeah. it. And Rangers got to uh, do
0: what a Rangers got to do.
1: That's right, and uh, they did it on this one. So, um, <laughs> yeah, if you're ready, I'll kick it off. Yeah, let's go. And, and to clarify, this case, which was in 2015, I was especially in charge. I kind of oversaw the investigation, helped out a little bit, but it was all my uh, field agents and rangers that uh, made the case. So make that, make that clear. They did a great right. job. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So back in August of 2015, we uh, our rangers there in Idaho Falls started getting it's uh, called it Monday morning maintenance reports. The maintenance folks were none too happy that every time they would clean uh, the recreation sites, the, specifically the vault toilets on the uh, South Fork of the Snake, Snake River here in Idaho, every time they would uh, come across them, there would be vandalism and uh, feces spread all over the place <laughs> in actual... Uh, human footprints coming out in the feces and leaving the facility Oh, so,
0: can you explain uh, what a vault toilet is because yes, i don't know if I they can. have these you know all the way across the country definitely in yep. the west
1: yep so people that uh, enjoy the outdoors and go to recreation sites uh the government has vault toilets or an outhouse and what it is um is the outhouse has a vault in the bottom where all the excrement is collected and pumped out <laughs> once or twice a week, depending on the use, uh, self-contained, uh, vault. Um, I'm guessing six to, they vary six to eight feet deep. Uh, no place you want to be, but, uh, yeah, they pump them out regularly. And,
0: uh, yeah. Cause there's no water. You, to, you're not going to flush the toilet in a vault toilet.
1: Correct. It's correct. All right. So, uh, so yeah, the, uh, law enforcement Rangers started getting reports from maintenance. Um, that's, uh, This has happened several weeks in a row. Sometimes the riser, which is the the toilet seat that sits up, has been removed. Um, One time they found a rope that was dangling from the uh, accessibility bar, which uh, had feces on it, and then the human footprints would lead away. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they took the report. They're like, yeah, well, look, that's gross for sure. Well, something's going on. We'll look into it. Um, it was strictly a ranger case at the time. I hadn't assigned it to a special agent at the time. It uh, looked like some creepy stuff going on in a uh, case of vandalism. So it wasn't until maybe second or third uh, incident where a ranger took his iPhone and kind of held it held it down into the vault without touching anything on the side. So, so he
0: kind of was leaning over the edge, he, dangling. He
1: was reaching into the t- Toilet seat down didn't into the did he even use vault. a
0: selfie stick. No selfie stick yeah, to do that. Oh, that
1: would have been that would have been handy to have. But now, uh, luckily, he had long arms. I hope, he govern- yeah. I hope it was a
0: government. Yeah, hope it was government like a government phone in case he dropped it.
1: I'm am guessing it was like a <laughs> game, game of Operation where you don't touch the sides or <laughs> you lose. But uh, right, yeah. anyway, yes, it's government phone. So he clicks a few pictures with his arms stretched down there without touching anything. Brings it up, v- views the picture, and. Alarming uh, display of not only you know feces and fecal matter and cesspool, but down there there's a bench. There's some candles that were placed there.
0: Oh, I wonder if there, they were scented candles.
1: Yeah, I would probably not even. You couldn't get enough scent to take care of that, right? <laughs> um, there was writing on the wall that said "Hail Satan." You know, mm. satanic verses. Oh, that's scary. Uh, Disturbingly, if that's not enough to be disturbed by, there was a baby doll, a toy, a kid's doll that uh, was down there, and you could see that it had a uh, phallic device stuffed up into it, and uh, very disturbing. Right? Wait, so, what?
0: It it was a like a Barbie doll or like a baby doll?
1: like a baby doll with the uh, sex toy oh uh, stuck stuck up into it. So uh when he reported that and sent the pictures then we realized okay this is a suspect that could be quite dangerous to our visiting public uh we got to make this top priority it's just not a case of uh of vandalism or somebody retrieving a cell phone (laughs) multiple times Uh, because who care what's um,
0: on the wall yeah
1: right so my concern is especially in charge is okay there's going to be a child using the facility it's going to get snatched pulled down in or Somebody is viewing people uh, using the using the outhouse, the vault toilet. Oh! In addition to the devices found down there, it was also a can of uh, Crisco. Um, oh! Short, shortening, uh, big can sitting on the bench, homemade bench that they had down in there, um, <laughs> which was interesting. So whatever you can, you can use no, your imagination to figure out what they, are but hmm. you'll know here in a second why
0: well, that Crisco was has there. a lot of uses.
1: <laughs> exactly
0: it's a very versatile a thousand,
1: now a uh, million and one so okay <laughs> um so with that incident the pictures he sent i'm like okay i'm gonna get you some help uh i'm gonna sign a special agent uh, out of falls he's gonna help we're gonna start doing some surveillance um you name it we're gonna catch this guy um or gal or whatever uh all's we knew Those, he had big yeah. big feet and uh because we could see him in the mm, footprints like, in the, the- uh, feces
0: the footprints were, were they shoe prints or like bare, no. f- oh. bare feet? Bare oh, feet. yep. <laughs> and okay, <laughs> so I'm starting, I'm starting. Okay. I've heard yeah. this story a few times and every time yeah. uh, you're, plus you're I learned a good. little more.
1: Yeah. Thank right. You. You're not gagging as much as the first time I told it. <laughs> so a little side note at the same time, we had a guy that was uh, out there camping for a couple of weeks and he called in, he called 911 and says, Hey, uh, I don't know what's going on in the BLM's outhouse, but there's some uh, <laughs> disturbing things happening, uh, and he reported it as well. That's gross. Anybody sees that, that's disgusting. It's like, okay, I yeah. see somebody crawled out of that. Why? Oh, mm. okay. So our guys started doing uh, <laughs> on the main facilities that had been getting hit or vandalized or whatever we want to call it. Uh, a week or so in. And they think they were setting cameras to see if they could get some uh, footage of, you know, someone using it at 2 a.m. Yeah. and staying in there for hours or whatever. Which
0: is also creepy to just yeah. the thought of. I and mean, we're going to put some surveillance cameras in the bathroom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we didn't have any cameras to clarify in the bathroom. They would be out. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they make that very clear. Okay. Uh, good. Basically, would capture any vehicles pulling up, uh, uh, folks walking in. Yeah. Uh, but nothing inside. No, okay. Definitely not. So my agent calls me one day. I think it was the middle of the day. He's like, I think we have our suspect. I said, okay, do tell. Uh, he goes, we're putting cameras in. This guy's watching us from a distance. He's sitting in his, uh, in his vehicle. Uh, we do uh, voluntary contact. Uh, guy's very suspicious. The vehicle's like a Ford Explorer's packed. with it's like a hoarder, just top to oh. bottom Hmm. Kind of a disgusting vehicle.
0: Sounds and like it meets the profile if you had a profile.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, and it goes on. So uh they asked for a consent search of what the guy had in the vehicle, and they he's like, yeah go ahead. They they searched the cooler that was in the front seat, and within the cooler, this individual, and we'll call him John Smith. Uh, <laughs> not his name, but let's call him John Right, Smith. yeah. John uh had all, all types of, uh, he had feces wrapped up in foil and baggies, uh, human uh, feces. He claimed oh, to be his, his feces. Who doesn't
0: do right. that? <laughs> right,
1: right. So we have a yeah, feces connection here, right? So, uh, so agent That's called be me. your guy, right? Uh, and we contacted the U.S. attorney, the prosecutor. Um, and the direction was, uh, field interview him release them, and do some things. We, we kind of uh, discussed how serious this was and how somebody potentially did get hurt. Uh, they said, nope, build more evidence, as we usually get the, the direction, right? Build more evidence and bring us a solid case. Uh, solid? Solid? It. A solid as case, in, Yeah, <laughs> <As> in, <laughs> Yeah, not a, sloppy, not a yep. sloppy case. Bring us not solid a
0: run, case. Not a runny case, but a right. solid case.
1: <laughs> so we did that. That's usually the direction we get on all our cases anyway. It's like, go get more, more evidence and come back. Uh, so we did that. Um, we, the guys needed some help. We were understaffed. I, uh, reluctantly, uh, agreed to head over and help them out. I'd never asked my guys to do anything that I wouldn't do. And when on this one, I was wondering <laughs> if I, oh. if my philosophy or my, A good one. yeah. Yeah. So before I leave, I, before I leave Boise, I get, uh, I, I don't do well with, uh, human excrement and feces and, oh. Hmm. so i've got a weak stomach so to speak so i buy tarps i buy uh basically hazmat suits i buy uh, go to the uh the local uh, livestock store and get the what they call preg check gloves that go clear up to your oh yeah past your elbows so i'm set and i got sanit this is all pre-covid i got wipies. i got uh (laughs) all kinds of ways to sanitize ourselves if we run into this guy and have to arrest him Obviously, you're going to have to touch him, right?
0: Right. So anyway, load all
1: this stuff up mm-hmm. and I'm off to Idaho Falls. So we sit on John Smith's house. He lives with his elderly mother. Of course. In, and uh, I, me- let me
0: guess, did he live in a basement?
1: Attic. So you were close. Oh. <laughs> I know that because we can watch his light go on and off for oh, wow. two straight nights. Yeah. So he lived with his elderly mom. Um, he didn't seem to, in the evenings, come and go, in the daytime. He didn't re- I don't remember leaving at all. Uh, but I know he was gone because second night, third day, I believe we decided. You know, this is enough. This is a lot of manpower. That's a lot of, a lot of effort sitting on a house all night long for multiple nights, as um, some of your viewers know. So we decided let's do a knock and talk with mom because he had left somewhere. It was midday. Sweet old lady answers the door. She's in her mid 80s. We sit down at the kitchen table. An interviewer. And uh, tried to put it delicately and just say, "Hey, we think your son is swimming in our, you know, outhouses," oh, mm. which we didn't want to disturb this nice old lady. But we kind of just couched it as, uh, "There's been some vandalism. We think your son's involved." Blah blah. blah. And she kind of starts opening up. It's like, "No, I know he's had some issues. And when he fell in at a young, as a young boy, with his religious leader, uh, you know, there was some suspicious activity. He lived with him." You know, it all all added up is like, hey, we're onto our suspect. And during uh, during one of our breaks, I told my agent, it's like, you know, this this is all adding up. This looks like our guy.
0: Yeah. Well, no sooner
1: right. had I had I said that we're at the kitchen table with mom and uh, phone call comes in. It's our uh, ranger who was one, you know, one of the leads on the case. He be, had been out patrolling while we were interviewing and he stopped in with the uh, Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, Sheriff's Office and talked to him told him what we were doing and they said i kid you not oh you're looking for the crisco kid aren't you
0: <laughs> oh my and, gosh uh, how did you know
1: yeah and they said we know because we arrested him 10 years ago in that same outhouse that you guys oh uh, oh no had came along. so interesting enough the crisco kid isn't john smith it's thomas wayne anderson and I oh. use the name because uh, he ultimately, we'll get to that. Right, when he was convicted right, right. Um, Thomas Wayne Anderson of Idaho Falls. And sure enough, <laughs> I looked at my partner and we're talking to mom and basically, you know, um, in mid-conversation about her son and his history. And, and uh, we excused ourselves, uh, told her thank you. Um, and we uh, went back and circled our wagons. Uh, okay, so did you tell
0: mom it wasn't? uh it wasn't yes her swimming and feces okay
1: <laughs> yeah as the case developed uh, our one of my agents gave her a call and said you know just to put her mind at ease yeah especially if, as this game is this case if it was going to go um public uh, anyway we we set the story straight with her yeah. um which was good she was a nice older lady and, um, so now we circle our wag is okay. We're going to start doing some surveillance on, uh, Mr. Anderson. Uh, he lived, you know, in the general area. And, uh, that took several nights. Ultimately, uh, uh, he had some criminal history. He definitely had been convicted. Uh, I think it was meth possession. Um, mm-hmm. when he was caught in that vault toilet 10 years ago, by wow. the county. uh, he had, so he had some drug fences, um, as I recall, maybe some child pornography, um, offenses, uh, history. So we can mm. surveillance, nothing. Uh, I had to return to back to Boise to, uh, continue on with my duties. I left all the, uh, the, uh, PPE, so to speak, the hazmat equipment with the guys and said, uh, Godspeed. If you catch them, <laughs> you know, sorry, I tried, I was here to help yeah. you. Right. Um, yeah. But I gotta but, go. Uh, I got a right.
0: thing. I got another thing at the Yeah, at the yeah exactly.
1: Yeah, uh, they had the boss out there for four nights, uh, <laughs> so I I did what I could. Uh, they didn't let up, uh, especially our ranger there at Idle Falls. He uh, he kept patrol and he was out. He was out late at night, early in the morning, checking all the same uh, same sites. And so one night, I'm gonna say it's about one, a week and a half after I had left, maybe two weeks. Uh, he had checked uh, boat, the boat ramp on the uh, Henry Fork. And uh, the parking lot was empty. Uh, The bathroom was open. It was midnight or 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Nothing else. is out of the ordinary.
0: You mean the bathroom door was open or it was just unlocked? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, no, open, unlocked, whatever. Like a typical recreational facility. Like if you're going to go, that's what you'll find if it's open, if it's vacant. He goes back a couple hours later, early in the wee hours in the morning. Um, No cars in the parking lot. The door's locked. Hmm. He's like, okay, suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at that time he had called the county um, just to let him know heads off. This is what I'm doing. He came in our ranger uh, at that time, gained access into the uh, facility, the, the, the outhouse, and uh, looked into the vault. And there was uh, Mr. Anderson. And in and the act mm. of, I don't know what he was doing, but obviously, he was down in the uh, excrement. Uh, up to his up to his chest up to his uh, neck. Uh, yep. Uh, exactly. A ranger at this at this time, a ranger had a taser out.
0: Here we go. Light was on with the taser.
1: Uh put out uh, yelled out commands, let me see your hands. Uh Mr. Anderson in an attempt to hide as if he wasn't seen went under I'm not going to say water. Went under feces under the oh. excrement, Three times in, a, in an attempt to Say I'm not here. I'm hiding. Uh, yes, <laughs> this, is this is how you react for the first time I told the story. So I'm glad. I'm glad it's, it is still the same.
0: I'm very visual. I'm a very, very, yeah. very visual listener.
1: Yep. Ooh. Yeah, and you can imagine this is stuff you don't even want to look at when you're oh. using, when, uh, using a facility, much less see a human down there. <laughs> uh, yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Eventually, got him out. Uh, long process, right? At, at uh, Taser Point, uh, used county okay, showed up I do by have then. One,
0: I do have one logistical yes. question. Sure. I mean, I how, like, can this guy? Maybe he's in shape. Does he kind of do pull ups to get himself up, or is it maybe not that tall and deep? Like, how does he get up? Did Did you all have to like grab? Did they have to grab him with the arms and drag him up, or was he? Well, I do this all so, the time and do a little bar a, dip, pull up.
1: Yeah, not- no, that's a great question. I don't know the exact <laughs> answer to it. I do know the guy was tall. Uh He was in relatively good shape. So Ooh. fifty at the time, a fifty-three-year-old man. Uh, he'd been he'd been doing pull-ups in our vault toilets for uh you know weeks and weeks. I guess right? he knew how if to get not out. Yours. Yeah, mm. he did. I don't think but he did. Had a rope say there on was this a one. rope.
0: Okay, I was going to say. I don't he think did he had a rope ropes. on this one. Yeah, okay. So
1: basically judging from the pictures I saw, the riser was off and it was just a hole in the concrete, which mm-hmm. would be about the size of a manhole. No pun mm-hmm. intended, right? Um, <laughs> he would uh, put his arms up there, do a pull up and out. Oh, your yeah. ranger Bar- touched him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have heard about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I would have heard about it if he had yeah. to grab him under the armpits. Yeah. Nor yeah. would I want him touching him.
0: Um, yeah, it's a use of force. You have to do extra report for that.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you do. Uh, extra sanitation. But I do know that they laid out the tarp, his backup arrived. They pruned him out on the tarp. I've seen the pictures since I wasn't there. Thank goodness. Uh, they left him there until, uh, I think they got him cuffed up. Uh, fire department came out, hosed him down. On
0: the tarp. <laughs> I they use down. the big hose. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, so he was hosed down, cuffed up, wrapped up in the tarp. Need more pressure.
0: Need more pressure. Right,
1: right. He was uh, put in the back of a uh, sheriff deputy's vehicle. So great work there on our ranger. Mm, Right. Yes. I already pulled that off because it was uh, his arrest. Um, Yeah.
0: My backseat's full. Yeah. uh, Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No one falls for that. But apparently somebody did. Um, Ultimately, at that time, uh, further search and uh, interview, he had a computer that was on in the vault. Um, down in his little on his little bench that he had made, he had uh, methamphetamine in his possession just like ten years prior.
0: In his um, possession, down there.
1: Yeah, Yep. I so guess maybe he didn't that care. was his. He didn't have to worry kid. about
0: keeping stuff clean because what did he care? I mean, I'd be like, oh, how, when you work yeah, right, yeah, really. stuff on your computer, I guess he didn't care.
1: He doesn't use one of those little uh, blowers for his computer for the lint. Right. So he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't clean
0: it. his keyboard very often. Yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah.
1: No. Uh, yeah, he had all his favorite things down there drugs and uh, his computer, and uh, ultimately, um, he also had Miss Bart, it's it, as if it can't get more disgusting. He had uh, a grease gun that was attached to a set very large sex toy. Uh, okay, hang on, uh, hang on, this one's oh coming. Dear. Here we go. It, oh, it was, it was grease gun, was filled with uh. Human excrement, uh, feces, <coughs> and he would insert it into his rectum and uh, squirt, <laughs> up the, squirt up the feces into his rectum. Oh. So, ultimately, we learned and know this that there uh. is a term term for that. It's corpophilia or scatophilia. It's coprophilia. I think coprophilia. Is what it is. Yeah, it is the sexual arousal uh and the pleasure from feces
0: see you learn all kinds of things by listening to this podcast that's a word i had never heard of before i didn't think this was even a thing where would i thought of this was a thing
1: and if you can't remember coprophilia it's scatophilia uh didn't know it was a thing either um but apparently this is i thought we had a -a one-of-a-kind individual which we uh ultimately do i've never i've never heard of uh this type of case before. I've always heard the legendary tales of the Forest Service or Park Service catching uh, creepers, peepers down in there with hip waiters on and cameras. You know, mm. they want to get their jollies off seeing people. Right. Use yeah. I've seen
0: Voyeur. Yeah. Voyeurism. Yeah. For sure. But this
1: guy, this guy did not want any of that that we could tell. He wanted it locked and he wanted to enjoy it by himself.
0: Okay. So I just looked up coprophilia and it's, it is, uh, this was, this is on Wikipedia. And it says, um, to be liking the smell, taste, or feel of feces in a sexual way.
1: There you go. I think I think he did it all. I think he liked it, smelled it, and tasted it. Oh. <laughs> mm. Okay. So we have our case. They call. <laughs> they call me the like, that night. Oh wait wait call... wait,
0: Look, Lauren, I'm reading yes. as I'm reading down here in another uh paragraph eating feces is also called coprophagia and then Mm -hmm. it says there are social problems with eating feces it causes bad breath are you kidding (laughs) me yeah that's a shock Who would have thought
1: can you you imagine what this guy's house smelled like after he would leave the facilities that he would be in all night in the vaults and then go Mm. back home
0: uh you um, know what if i ever have bad breath if you tell me I, uh, if you ask me if i have <laughs> coprophilia <laughs> yeah.
1: just hand me yeah. a piece of gum Ex- yeah exactly <laughs> yeah there's definitely um and this guy had a motorcycle the reason there was no cars in the parking lot oh. is people may be wondering his motorcycle was oh, hidden yeah. in, the, in the nearby pasture behind a hay bale so he oh. would come obviously he would swim all night and uh, oh. practice his oh. uh, coprophilia or scatophilia and then uh i guess get dressed and jump on his motorcycle and drive the 30 minutes back to uh i falls
0: well, i wonder if he jumped in the river
1: i don't think all. he cared he cared to clean off i would imagine he liked but, I mean, it so i don't know it,
0: but i mean he's <laughs> but, gotta know you gotta can't walk around with poop all over your body yeah well and having the poop breath
1: you're also not supposed to be swimming in it. and uh, That's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And so what we ultimately learned or we kind of knew is it's technically not illegal to jump in our outhouses and swim around, right? It's, uh, we didn't think we needed to write a, uh, a ordinance or a supplemental rule for thou shall not go into the uh, human excrement and uh, enjoy enjoy oneself. But – for the case and probable cause, it is vandalism and destruction of government property. Okay, and he did, right. did cost a lot of money. Yeah, through the uh, through the you know times that had to be cleaned up and something had to cleaned up. So anyway, that how the case started rolling, and through a combination of interviews, uh, it rolled into a search warrant of the uh, said laptop that was recovered down there mm. with his criminal history. Uh, we got we turned it over and brought in uh, ICAC, which is the Idol Crimes Against Children. Um, they uh, helped out, and we ultimately got a federal search warrant for the computer, um, which rolled into um, charges for um, intent to view child pornography. So mm-hmm. in the end, he got seven years in 2017, I believe it was, uh, seven years for the actual Child, intent to view child pornography so i think he's since been out and uh as i understand it agencies are reporting uh same type of suspicious behavior with their outhouses uh uh such as human tracts and feces right so uh hasn't been our outhouses so we didn't uh open any more cases but it's just a matter of time i don't think uh i don't think he's uh been helped at all, or if you can help this type of individual. No, Now, if you I back up, imagine. yeah, if you back up, when he was uh, taken to uh, county jail, he was separated for 30 days until his uh, separated from the general uh, Yeah, I wonder how many until showers was,
0: he had to have before yeah. they put him, put him in the prison clothes or the right. jail clothes.
1: Yep. So they didn't, because of the potential diseases, they didn't want him co-mingling with the population. Right. So it took 30 days for, I guess, the labs and everything to come back. He was clean. He didn't have any diseases. Uh, How
0: is that possible?
1: Don't know. You think there'd be hepatitis concerns.
0: Yeah. Or like, was he fed that as a child and developed immunity from the time he was a child? How does that happen?
1: Don't know. Well, hmm. uh, yeah, very disturbing. Um, Yeah. So that was kind of where that case took us. And, uh, We didn't, it didn't get get a lot of press. I think the uh, U.S. Strange's office put out something on the child pornography. Um, Obviously it would have gone viral if uh, you put something out uh, that people are swimming in outhouses and whatnot. Uh, Right, right. We obviously didn't want to alert the, we didn't want to disturb the public, but.
0: uh, Right, right.
1: Moral of the story after this case is uh, for your listeners is uh, always look down
0: always look down. <laughs>
1: yeah. Call her out. Anybody down there? Uh, if you see any lights glowing, uh, you might uh, want to find a different
0: one. Check for tracks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's definitely a nobler <laughs> little,
0: little brown tracks going down the sidewalk mm, on your way up right. to the outhouse. Yeah.
1: That means it's clear cuz he's only left it's got tracks coming out, right? No. Um yeah. So wow. crazy case, disgusting. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah. You know uh I have to say today, Lauren, you did not disappoint when it comes to the stuff you can't make up. You did not disappoint. And I know you have some more stories, and so you'll come back, I hope, right?
1: You bet. On well, this case, all, all the glory goes to the ranger who uh
0: well, right who had to yeah. pull
1: him out ultimately when they pumped out the vault, had to go down and retrieve the evidence. Um so Oh, wait, did
0: they scuba up rappel down and get all the candles out of there? And
1: yep and the grease gun and yes so oh, uh, oh. yep so i'm the, i'm taking no credit uh, all the all the uh, all the credit goes to our rangers <laughs> yeah that yeah, out and, yeah. Uh, not yes, something
0: you hope, ever think of on a day-to-day basis that a ranger might have to do right for sure let's hope
1: next time we can talk about a land management case like stolen fossils or
0: right artifacts
1: <laughs> something that we were yeah. all hired to do yeah. we didn't ever guess that would be uh, investigating people for swimming in our houses
0: yeah exactly yeah not really what you signed up for but hey
1: <laughs> so
0: all right well thank you lauren
1: yep thanks for having me all,
0: right. all right all right well that's all we have today for our story so uh happy trails everyone and watch out for the company you keep
1: and always look down See ya. <laughs>
0: thanks bye